The on-air sign is on. Hey, welcome to uh, a show I have dubbed Caller 9. And Caller 1 is with me right now. Hi, Andre. You're Caller 1. Sorry. We've got to kick you out. Bye. I, I love being number one. Bye. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, nice to see you when I logged on first thing this morning. Oh, shoot. You know what I didn't do? I'm such a disorganized mess. But you know that, Andre. You work closely enough with me to know. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to put the camera link up yet. Let me just do that in the comment section so that the people watching on the Facebook, on the YouTube, on the Twitch, on the whatever they're watching on, they can click. Because this, of course, is an interactive experience. I want people to be able to call in and share their thoughts on anything and everything, which is exactly what you're doing. So, um, by the way, wearing a special shirt just for you. I don't oh, know that's awesome. We are we are all human. We're yes, all human. We it's Pride Week, baby. You know that better I, than anybody. I'm wearing a special shirt for you. I've got my BTR shirt on. <laughs> Your whole wardrobe lately has been <laughs> BTR. It is, yeah. And the hat's hiding the fact that I have no eyebrows, so that's great. No, I, What did you do to your eyebrow? Uh, let's just say they went down the sink. Okay. I because I'm going to be in I'm going to be in a dress for five days in a row, and instead of using glue and all that jazz to make myself look awesome, I just shave them off. <laughs> See, people they have, grow back. This is this is what I loved about you know my my handful of experiences actually getting to do drag. <laughs> like people, you just have a whole new appreciation for what women go through, but also what drag queens go through. Like, I mean, I look at, you know, what you do and I look at what, you know, Madge and Diva go through, like the wardrobes and the investment and the makeup is like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was great when I had, was going through chemo because they fell off, so I didn't have to do it. And I, I just looked weird anyways. Uh, but now I just look weird because I chose to look weird. Well, here's the thing. Anybody that is, you know, running short on eyebrows, I've got some to spare. So, <laughs> like, I have the opposite problem. I It's just, what a, I don't know. I hate these things. Do I see some blonde in there or is that gray? I think it's let's, let's go with blonde. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny, though, Andre, uh, is that um, Lowell noticed that when I was in New Brunswick. And I guess it was just the way the light was hitting me. In that particular okay. day, but he's like, what is going on with your eyebrows? Like, it was like this sudden thing that he's like, what the hell? Yeah. And, and like, I had noticed it for a while, but yeah, like, all of a sudden, like, within the last six months, like, I have no gray in my hair. I got, like, like that's fine. If I grow the yeah. beard out a little bit, I got a little bit of gray, and I have for a while. But it's yeah. the eyebrows. Why the eyebrows of all things? It's, it's so stupid. I, I mean, if you took a, a, a weed whacker to it, there might not be as much gray. I mean, blonde. <clears throat> yeah. Just just thinking, like, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> you know what? If I'm being honest, you know, I, I, I got a lot more stuff going on. Hey, Ed Shaw's here. Ed, that's a first time. I love my maritime buddies hanging out with us. Platinum blondes as Satan's playmate. Yep. I'm crying over them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't. Um, I, you know, I, I got much bigger health issues going on right now that I just like all of a sudden I haven't acknowledged this on the air, but you know, like you wanted to come over Monday and, and talk about some of the stuff that we're going to be doing on the weekend. Uh, yeah. No, sorry. You wanted me to join you for a meeting. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Yeah. I, I have been un, like just beyond tired for yeah. like, in, like inexplicably. And I'm like lately 
and this is the first time sort of admitting this publicly, my ankles right now are the size of, I, I mean, pumpkins. It's uh, something's going on here. I, you know, I don't know if it's diabetes. I mean, look, I acknowledge I'm overweight. I am not this, but this is the scary thing. I'm not going, I just don't have the discipline to, 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 to change things that I'm doing. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll call your wife and then I'll have that changed. <laughs> you mean my enabler? <laughs> I'll bring her some wine you mean and my, it'll uh, all change the next day, I guarantee you. My enabler? Would you like me to go to the <laughs> store and get you some more Pink Whitney? That person? Uh, no, she's not at your house anymore. I'm sorry you're having it. No, well, she's not because I've kicked her out. There you go. But I'll tell you, there's still, you know, and, and this sounds like I'm throwing my wife under the bus. <laughs> I'm not. Because, listen, if you were if you were married to me and I'm, I'm you know... <laughs> And I'm craving chocolate. Like, it's constant with me, right? What do you mean we have no ice cream in the house? I'm giving her shit constantly. What do you mean we have no ice cream in the house? You told me not to get ice cream. We need ice cream. The house needs to yeah. have ice cream. She's like, no. But, you know, a chocolate bar will <laughs> surface every now and then, right? So, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I don't have the discipline to, to start making these changes. But I, I'm at the point now where I don't have much of a choice because I'm, I'm scared, dude. Between us, I am scared well, right now. Um, it, I'll, I'll be there for you if you need some uh, a kick in the butt or a smack or whatever. Well, oh, a smack. Like a smack ooh. But, ooh, I haven't had a good smacking in a long time. You'd like the smack. That's the thing. It's got to be something you won't like. <laughs> Gosh, I can't think of anything. Mm, no. Um, lettuce. Right. Lettuce. <laughs> something I don't there, like. I'll make you walk around like you're a <laughs> rabbit for an afternoon. By the way, my dog, you, you know my dog, Kelty. She's like this big, you know, 130-pound Bernese lab mix. You know what her favorite snack is? You're going to say lettuce? I am going to say lettuce. Oh, my. Girl, it's the craziest thing. She is just, she's like a bunny rabbit with lettuce. Maybe she was a bunny rabbit in her previous Maybe. life. Maybe. Anyway, never know. Anyway, listen. Um, time to switch to diabetic chocolate and ice cream. Um, mm. I don't want chocolate that's going to make me diabetic. <laughs> uh, as as for the ice cream, you know what? Years ago, because I've, I've been battling this for a long time. I talked a couple of days ago, maybe yesterday, uh, about the fact that you know, yeah, I've done the trainer thing, and I just I'm mm. not again. I'm not disciplined enough to stick with that. I will go to a McDonald's and grab a couple of fries on my way to the gym. I, I just I abuse it. I abs- I just I don't take it seriously. I'm a like outwardly, I'm aware of all the bad things I'm doing, but I'm just I just don't. Even though I'm in so much pain right now and discomfort i just am not disciplined enough to start making changes in my life i don't know what the hell it's going to take andre i just don't know what it's going to take well i know for me it was uh i i saw my oncologist again this week uh which i have to see every six months uh and everything is good you know i don't know if it was the monkey pox or the two covid shots (laughs) but something Uh, uh, somebody (laughs) spent tuesday at the comedy show with us didn't he (laughs) something is helping uh diminish my carposi sarcoma my my skin cancer that's awesome uh so he was like i'll see you again in six months and he goes and as for your like depression and your anxiety and all that and he's like you need to go see your family doctor 
because uh, there's just been so many things that have been going on that I, I haven't even wanted to be out in general public in the last couple of weeks either. Like, I mean, a lot of this is COVID, right? Like, we're just like I've just cocooned. Yeah. I have lit like just I don't want to. For the longest time, I didn't. Now I want to be out and and doing things, which is why you know I, I'm I'm really hoping people come out to the comedy nights and stuff. It's time. I want to start interacting. I miss humans. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, which and it's also a big reason why I've launched this, you know, new component to to my broadcast day. Yeah, to bring people back into your day. Yep. But um, I started saying something, and then, of course, my scatterbrain took me down a whole other path uh, regarding ice cream. So years ago, I started this whole training thing, but I discovered a, a machine called a Yonanis machine. Have you heard of these? No. So it's it looks like a little blender, but what it does is it makes an ice cream-like thing or a yogurt-type thing, a frozen dessert thing, if you will, but it's all based in bananas. So you freeze some, you, you go to the store, and you, you buy the bananas that are starting to turn black, and apparently mm. that's that's like when they're prime, and you put them in the freezer, and then with this Unanus machine, you take this frozen banana, and you top it off with frozen berries of your choice, and there's a plunger, and the thing just mixes it all up and spouts out, and it's it's delicious. You lost me at plunger. <laughs> uh, Liz said uh, the gelato. That's good. I've had that before, and it actually it's almost it's like a frozen yogurt, yep. which is even better for you. Yeah, I don't. You know, I I say ice cream, right? Like, oh, I want some ice cream. Why don't we have any ice cream? I'm fine with yogurt. Mm. You know, but yeah, I'm just. You know what? I'm a. Do you like? Do you like the pot smokers? Buy all the shit that you're going to need <laughs> after you're stoned. And then this way you will have no choice to eat. See, that's the, the thing, right? Like I've only gotten, I, I've only dabbled in, in since, since COVID. I've only dabbled. Um, and I can't, I can't stand smoking anything. I quit smoking when I was 32. Yeah. And since yeah. then, I just, I can't even, like, I just, I can't. I, I just, ugh. Um, the edibles the, are good, though. Yeah, you gave me some, and I haven't tried those yet. You, you oh tell my me, God. they're still in the fridge, babe. No, I know. What they're, are you waiting for? They're still good though in the fridge after that kind of time, right? Yeah, they should be. I've got they some in the fridge. Be. <laughs> I've got some in the fridge. I mean, if it's hard, just put it in your mouth. Your tongue is going to warm it up, and it'll be all mushy and soft again. So that's, that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, I just you know, so I got to the whole vaping thing, which by the way is so relaxing. I get it. I get yeah, it, but see, a friend of mine was doing that too. Vaping, and he's like a goody-goody that doesn't do anything. Uh, so here's the deal, kids. If you want to be on the show right now, if you'd like to join us in the conversation to talk about anything at all, whatever's on your mind, I don't care, um, this is your opportunity to do it. 613-604-6464. If you're in the USA, 941-725-MILK. That's right. I got a fancy va- It's okay to have a vanity phone number when you're a very vain person. <laughs> right. Uh, and if you'd like to join via video link, I've got that link up right now. If you go to blasttheradio.com or the all-new WBTR.ca, just a shorter way to get to our existing website. Um, you just click on the webcam and you can be on live with us. I will put that link right now for the YouTubers, for the Twitchers, and for the Facebookers. All right. Now, Andre, uh, DJ Zimwa, we, um, it's a it, it's Pride Week. Happy Pride Week. Happy Pride Week. Hey, did you get a chance to listen to me last night on, uh, I, like, last last moment, I was on with Nick Vandergrat. He, you know, Joseph is busy with campaign stuff, and a couple of people were supposed to be on. Anyway, like, like two minutes to the show, he's like, can you come on? So, um, but we got into a whole conversation about, you know, his feelings about trans people and the, you know, school systems shouldn't be, you know, educating kids on 
you know, shouldn't be, shouldn't be, you know, talking about, you know, trans uh, people, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I lost my shit. <laughs> I did. Um, and I would too, because if the schools can feed their minds with Christianity and all that stuff, then they could feed them well, with everything else. Well, schools can't. Schools can't, unless it's the Catholic school board, right? <laughs> yeah. They got to stay completely away from religion. And, and I agree. I think if you, you know, if you're a parent and you make the choice regarding religion, yeah. you know, religion's a choice. I don't believe... I don't believe that your orientation and, and you know, it, I mean, you, you know, this better than me, you know, <laughs> I, I'm like you, 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 that's not a choice. I didn't know I was gay when I was in elementary school and junior high and all that, you know, like I got put in dumpsters in high school. That's when I knew <sighs> I was gay because everybody else knew it. See, my, but, <laughs> yeah. but my point was, okay, it's yeah, fine. Okay. So, you know, you're worried about, you know, he's worried about, you know, the encouragement of kids. And Nick, if I'm wrong on this, you know, feel free to hop in and, and set me straight on, on your thoughts. But, you know, we shouldn't be, you know, when we talk about this, it encourages kids, you know, to consider that maybe that's something that they want to do. And, and it's like, no, it's not even about that. If you're someone who, you know, in your mind, it's not aligning with your anatomy. Yeah. That's yeah, that's obviously a psychological problem and something needs to come into balance. And, yeah. and there's processes and stuff for that. But my point is, well, it needs to be discussed in the schools. It needs to be discussed on, you know, forums like this. It needs to be discussed in the media. Because what about the kids who go to school and all they hear about is mommy and daddy. But then they go home and they don't have a mommy and daddy. Maybe they, they just have a mommy. Or, maybe they just yeah. have a daddy. Or they got two yeah. daddies or two mommies. Or maybe their yeah. parents, maybe one of their parents or both of their parents are trans. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's about acknowledging that we live in a different world now and that's why there's the definitions of non-binary too where there are boys that look like boys but love to wear female clothing is that what non-binary right? means yeah it, it means that you don't want to pick a side you want to wear both like one day i'm going to be you know uh dressed all in female clothing <clears throat> excuse me okay and the next day, I'm going to put some makeup on and possibly wear some boys' clothes. Ah, so it's it's that variance then that sort yes. of makes non-binary different from um, cross-dressing, for example, or someone who would be considered... Which is not a word that they use anymore. Cross-dressing is done. It's now called non-binary. So it's, it's similar to that. Because really? Because cross-dressing technically is a drag queen. Like, that's a guy dressing up as a girl or, or a girl dressing up as a guy. Right? See, see... I, the, God, as many times, how, how often do you and I talk? Like once a day? <laughs> yeah. And even. And we've been talking for over a year. Right. Like radio, you, you so. and I will do trips to and from Peterborough. We're, we're together yeah. for like, you know, like 24 hours and we have these great conversations about, uh, you know, about this kind of thing. And yet here I yeah. am in this moment still learning things. Like, hey, I, I learn every day still and I've been in the community for 26 years. But like, like. So what you're explaining is like that's someone publicly choosing to dress. You know, I'm I'm in a male anatomy, and today I feel like putting on a dress, a la Harry Styles or whatever, and that's yep. just how I'm going to live my day. And I'm going yep. to go to the store, and I'm going to go to work, and whatever else. I yep. think when I when I refer to cross dressing, and maybe this is just my age, and I'm coming from a different time and place, but yep. cross dressing to me, you know, when I hear that term. Um, that's something that people tend to do much more privately. 
right? Like yes. they wouldn't leave the house. Some they do. They will moonlight as a government employee, and then at night they're Chantal or whatever, and nobody knows who they really are. Right. Or like, you know, that, that person you've worked with for a long, long time. And, you know, now that most people are working from home and your meetings are on Zoom, sure, they got Which a shirt and tie exists. on top, and mean, they, but they probably got heels on. Like, you don't know, right? So yeah. is that a cross-dresser or is that non-binary? It, it could be. Uh, that's something I would have to look into because uh, it does make sense that, you know, they could be, you know, a, a man during the day and then they moonlight and, and cross-dress at night. The non-binary aspect means that their pronouns would be they. So they don't want to be known as a he or a she. It's they. Can we talk about the pronoun thing? And and listen, I'm, I, I always, I make mistakes. I screw yeah. it up every now and then. Um, but, oh, my gosh, I'm trying, and I want to be respectful. I don't care. If you want to be, you know, I know you as Andre, but if you wanted me to call you Alice, I would respect that and call you Alice. I have no yeah. problem with that. I still trip up every once in a while, too, okay, with my right? transgender friends and everything. And I gave this example last night, you know, to Nick. I said, you know, you've worked in radio for a long, long time. You know, you, you don't want to call a guy, you know, someone you've known as a guy who's transitioned to be female now. You have a hard time with that. And yet you work in... <laughs> Yeah. And yet you work in radio where, you know, for the longest time, less so now, but for the longest time, nobody used their real name on the air. It was a fake name. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I want to be known as Milkman. You call me Milkman. Yeah. It's not my name. I'm John it's Milky. Not? No. You know, by the way, Dan says I would look great in an evening gown. Bitch, I do. He do- She does. He. They. You. Yeah, there, there, Dan, there are actually, I, I've done drag a couple of times. There's actually yeah, photos. Yeah, there are and, videos. Yeah, and there's there videos, videos too of me doing it. On diversity in the capital. Which yeah. kind of brings us full circle. So, um, yeah, two years ago, virtual, we did a virtual pride because pride couldn't uh, be in person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And you had me, and, and I was more than happy to stand up and, you know, I, I like to be an ally to my LGBTQ plus two rainbow community friends and you asked me to do that and i thought hell yeah let's do that and the whole you know the whole me and drag thing started out as a joke by the way so we started um imagine diva are good friends of ours and they are professional drag queens they're fantastic and they've been doing these drag bingos in peterborough and in ottawa for a long long time and we got involved in doing their lights and sound so i got to know you know both of them a little bit and diva would joke every now and then about me being the dairy queen and lo and behold, they were in town doing a drag bingo, and it happened to be Diva's birthday. And she said to me, oh, my God, I want to meet this Dairy Queen person. So I thought, okay, let's make this happen. So I went to Amazon, and I bought like a you know, $15, $20 black and white wig, you know, kind of like Cruella looking. But I thought, you know, for the whole Milkman Dairy Queen thing. And I got like some dress off Amazon, and I had my friend Lindsay do my makeup, and it was cute. And it was, it was actually, actually wasn't cute at all. It was pretty freaking horrible with all this <laughs> stuff that I slapped together, you know, for this look. And it was, it was more of a lark than anything, right? And the you know the false eyelashes and whatever else, but it was fun. It's just fun to adopt a different character, and that's mm-hmm. and that was my argument too. When people got all bent out of shape about oh my god, there's gonna be drag queens at the Red Blacks game. Why are they bothering the drag queens? The kids, the kids, oh the horror, the kids. It's dress up. It's silly. It's adopting a character. So when you say cross dressing is drag. Yeah, to a degree, I think it is. But a lot of, I mean, and you're, I mean, you do drag all the time, but you're not living your life in that persona. That's a character. But some are. Some 
do do drag really? and they and they put more extravagance on like there's a lot of uh women now in the, all the shows that are around in the city are real women dressing up in drag to perform in drag okay. as females all right as drag queens comment coming in by the way via the website there's a little chat bubble in the bottom right hand side you can click that it will come to me eventually uh this person says you are right your orientation is not a choice i would have lost my shit too life is too short to live pretending to be something you are not just to please others i have always felt this way from a straight married mother thank you for your comments at blasttheradio.com your comments are also welcome at uh, 613-604-6464 or click the video camera link that you'll find at blasttheradio.com you can also post them on youtube on Twitch and on Facebook, wherever you would ordinarily post a comment. So it is Pride Week, and it I is. am thrilled that you would ask me to be part of uh, a very cool event you've got going on. And I know you sent uh, you sent me pictures too, and I didn't download them to my damn phone. Um, but walk us through while I do that. I'll get a couple downloaded here. Walk us through what is going on, where, when, etc. So uh, DJ Zimawi is on the radio today from four to seven right here on BlastRadio.com. After that, 7 p.m., uh, Horizon will be hosting a show, uh, and it's in old... So Hall Horizon is your drag persona. Yes. Right. My alter ego, I my wanna... evil blank twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> Blankety blank, fill in the blanks. It's Snatch Game. Um, and um, 7 p.m., it's all free. It's all outdoors, so it's at... Um, Place Laval, which is right across from Pizza Za on uh, Wellington, I believe it is. Um, and we're doing a drag show. So JD Merci is one of my game, uh, my guests. Dilo Vuitton. And then it's hosted by me. And I've got the amazing Matt Lomax, who's going to be DJing, who used to be my DJ uh, a couple of years ago at uh, Le Petit Chicago. So all free, all outdoors. Nice. And it's going to look awesome. And then on Saturday morning, I'm climbing oh out of goodness. bed early, apparently, uh, and I'm off to the Gatineau side. You no. have... No. You're off to the... On, you're off to Vanier, which is almost like Gatineau. Oh! <laughs> Why did I... No, I, and I apologize. Why did I think this was a Gatineau event? Vanier. Okay. Vanier, yeah. North River Rain Park. Uh, so at 10 a.m. we have the National Capital Pride. And there it is. So, so there it is, is the photo on the for screen. Tonight. Yeah. This this is tonight's location. Yeah. Okay. So for those listening on the audio, oh, someone someone did call and they hung up. Ah, oh, please call back. Um, this is this is a spectacular looking place. It is colorful. It's it's like high end graffiti type art. They've got yeah. a stage made out of like an old shipping container. The seating area is like old pallets. Pallets. Yeah. It's colorful, it's bright, and that's where we're, so that's where we're going to be on Saturday and it's 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 drag no, tonight. Oh, well where tonight only. That's tonight's event. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm not helping you at all, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> what a fucking disaster I am. So that's tonight's event uh for Jeunesse Dam that's happening at uh Place Laval, which is right behind uh, Place de Portage, really. So if you know uh, all the, the restaurants that are there, uh, Le Minotaur, Ocadjurzi, same location. There's going to be an even bigger stage on the street uh, because they have a big, uh, big superstar tomorrow. 
but that little stage that we're going to be on, uh, they've had like really big names. Uh, I think uh, Nathalie Simard might have been there or some someone huge like that. Oh my like God, I haven't heard Nathalie Simard's name in a long time. She's still going. Yeah, yeah. She she's still going. so cute. Yeah. Yeah, she does a lot of things with Gatineau.tv now. Uh, so really? He was following her for a little while because she was doing concerts. Yeah. Okay, so Saturday, we're doing... So Saturday. Dragon Balls. Uh, so it starts off at 10 a.m. with the National Capital Pride Run at North River Rain Park. So the first where the parking lot is at River Rain, that's where all the runners and walkers are going to be taking off. They take off at 10, and then at 12 o'clock, BTR... And yours truly are hosting, well, co-hosting kind of uh, the Dragon Balls baseball game where it's all for Bruce House. So it's going to be a whole bunch of people, guys and girls in drag playing baseball. Sponsors. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Are we playing baseball in heels? They are. (laughs) We're not because we didn't put a team in. But if you want to bring your outfit and heels, you can become an extra and join one of the teams if they're missing a, a player. I don't see any reason why things would, you know, not have the potential to go wrong. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't do it. Because if I break my ankle, my entire weekend's done. Well, yeah. But I again, did play again, one year. It was again, fun. too, it doesn't sound like anybody's going to take the baseball too, too seriously, right? Like, I think. Oh, well, they do. Do they? These are all OQSL baseball players that are actually putting on this charity event, which they do every year. Okay. Well, that's so the mean, Ontario Queer Softball League. I love that that's a thing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. We have three teams this year and a whack load of sponsors, including No Forks Given, The Printing House, Pet Value, Doggy Gift Basket, Secret Garden Cannabis, Magnata Wine, Lucas Nault Hair Salon, Social Restaurant, Petit Bills Bistro. Love my friends at Petit Bills. And Blast the Radio. With and all no with forks. donations and contributions. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so this is, I mean, it's, it's a baseball game, and people can come out and they can cheer this on. We're going to have music. There's a beer garden, music. But is there ice cream? Candy station. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. The, the theme this year is red carpet Oscars. So you dress, they're going to be dressing up in their best outfits for the red carpet to play baseball. So fun. So fun. And, yeah. and and we're there to play music. And and I asked you on Tuesday night, I said, so when the game's on, you want me to stop the music? And you're like, uh, no. No, music keeps cranking. And then uh, the other MC, Dave and I, uh, I'm going to be dressed as Joan Rivers to do full red carpet commenting. So we're even going to do a third base red carpet where they're going to walk up to me. They're going to tell me who they're wearing. And then I'm going to insult them like <laughs> Joan Rivers would. And then they're going to go away. So that's how they're going to introduce each player for the game. And then they they have uh, three round robins uh, between the three teams to play. Well, and looking at the forecast for the weekend, Saturday is supposed to be absolutely fantastic. So, okay, where is this baseball stadium? Because I, I had it in the Gatineau side. So, okay, it's not Gatineau. No, it's North River Rain Park on North River Road. So when you go down Rideau Street and you cross the bridge into Vanier, yep. where the uh, beer store and everything used where, to where, be. Where the Playmate is. Uh, way before that. Yeah, yeah. Once you cross the bridge. Yeah, it's just, it's just west of where the Playmate is. Don't, yes. ask, don't ask me why that's my go-to landmark. I have no explanation for you. <laughs> but you cross the bridge you turn right and the park is right there so it's literally right across from strathcona park 
Okay. On the other side of the water. Well, that's easy enough then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Julie just uh, chimed in at 613-604-6464. She's enjoying the conversation. Uh, I'm apparently a lovely disaster. Thank you, Julie. Kisses to you, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> we all much. love you. Um, where can people find out more information? Because, I mean, it's one thing to hear it or see it go across your screen, but if they want more information, is there a listing of events, et cetera, that they can um, yeah. Access. So if you go to diverse in the capital, facebook.com slash diverse in the capital TV, I have all the events uh, that I'm going to be participating in and a lot more from the community that are there as well. Um, I like Friday night. I'm at T's pub, uh, which we do our regular Friday night drag show, but it's all on Somerset Street. Somerset Street is going to be completely closed all weekend long so don't even bother trying to go down somerset i've heard you talk about this before and i don't think people are aware that this is actually a thing so somerset street which is is that actually in the gay village or is it just it is it is eh? is. i've lost track of where the village sort of begins and ends okay so you're right in the heart of the gay village they closed down somerset street and and this is i guess a pandemic thing because the city licensed a lot of restaurants to be able to extend their patios out and, and they just they went beyond uh, the sidewalks on Somerset yep. Street, and it just becomes a street party. Well, it did last Friday. Well, and this is what I was going to say. So that, and, and like, I, I saw the video because uh, there's a yeah. whole, there's like a whole like international rugby competition in town. It I was guess. a rugby competition last weekend, and we had over a thousand seven hundred rugby players. Like just hot night. men everywhere. Yep, and I was wearing a dress, and I'm still single. <laughs> Well, Andre, far be it for me to explain the gay thing to you, but I think most gay men like men who look like men. Like men. I'm just saying. Pro, yeah. A pro they tip They for don't you. want a man that has a flagpole <laughs> or a woman that has a flagpole. I mean, I mean I'm joking, but I mean, I, I get the I get the drag thing, and it's a big thing, especially amongst the gay community. It's not exclusive, you know, to to no. And I, I mean, for me, it's theatrical, right? It's me. Yeah. It's putting on a character or people. Like I'm one of the only queens that'll go in and change four or five times during a show. I don't wear the same thing all night right. long. Right. Right. And I think, but I think, you know, amongst some people who, you know, may not be as, you know, they're not privileged to have friendships like, you know, the one I have with you and they may not necessarily yeah. be aware of it. But I think, you know, they'll see someone doing drag and sort of think, okay, so that's the relationship they're in. One of them goes home and wears a dress. No, 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 no. That's just another, it's again, it's a character thing, right? It's, it's like if, if you're in a, you know, any relationship and, you know, one or both of you are into Comic-Con, you're not going home and dressing up as Star Wars character. Or maybe you are, you kinky freaks. You do maybe. you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a character thing. It's a Halloween thing. It's, you know, it's, 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 it just happens to be, it's you know, part of, it's entertainment and it's, it's certainly part of the culture and it's, it's something that just seems to appeal to the LGBTQ plus two community. They rally around that. And it's, um, and some of them actually take it as a job, which that's the only thing oh, yeah. they do. Like when I lived in Toronto, that's all I did was drag. And I worked in a bar at night. Like I didn't need another job. I mean, that's why you see so many TV shows money. out there, right? Like, you know, RuPaul is, you know, the obvious one. What's the one? Yep. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Oh, I forget the name of it. It's on Netflix. My wife would know the name of it. Anyway, uh, but you see, you know, there's just all kinds of shows. If you scroll through any of your streaming services, Amazon, Netflix, et cetera, you will find yep. all kinds of shows where, yeah, you. it's very obvious. These people, this is their life. Yep. And they are professional. I mean, this is the character. They're actors. Yep. Call Me Mother was another one that uh, featured Kiki Ko here from Ottawa. 
I love Kiki. Yeah. I have it's never seen Kiki. anybody do a high kick like Kiki. And anytime I've emceed an event and Kiki's been on, I mock it. And of course, you know, I. <laughs> and she does it. I, I can't get it up. She can. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, yeah. No, I can't do that Cirque du Soleil stuff anymore. No. All these death drops and everything. My, my hips are breaking just looking but at this, this do is it. the thing. And this is, you know, so I mean, Kiki is a guy dressed up yep. as a woman. And has yep. invested a lot of money, obviously, in the a makeup lot. and the hair. But, you know, in like the thigh high, five and a half inch stiletto boots, yeah, dancing their ass off. Uh-huh. And then they do this high kick on top of it. And it's, yeah. it's just, it's, I, I just. I do cartwheels. I draw the line at cartwheels. I I show up, I hit the play button, I play music, and it makes people dance, and it makes their pants happy, and I can't wait to do that again on Saturday. All right, do you have to get back to work, or are we keeping you a little longer here? No, I'm off all day. I've I've got to actually put a face on before 2 o'clock, because I get to go ziplining as Horizon this afternoon. What? Yeah. So because of the drag show tonight, they've invited all the drag queens to come up for free, to the Zibby Zipline, and Horizon gets the Zipline this afternoon. <laughs> Ziplining drag queens? Yep. How does anybody not like drag queens? This is so awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> no, but I guess I'm going to have a helmet on, so the wig's not going to go anywhere. I just got to have to make sure my eyelashes don't make me fly away. No, but that's even better. Yeah. The more over the top. Oh, my God. So you got like the GoPro and everything attached to you. Uh, I don't know. I don't have one, uh, and I'm probably was going to hold my Bitch, phone, but I don't know if I've they're going to let me do it. I've got three GoPro cameras sitting right here. <laughs> I just got. We just got the request yesterday to do it. Oh, yeah, I know, and I'm kind of excited, and kind of scared because they put up the Cirque du Soleil tent too. So I'm going to get an amazing view of. Uh, oh, sure, Cirque du Soleil can get it up. I know, right? But they it took over a hundred people to get it up. Well, sometimes right? sometimes normally it does. if you're but with me, it's only one. If it takes a hundred people to get it up, that's just a party, frankly. <laughs> that's just <laughs> Yeah, so back to uh Hey Suma Garvey, now would be a good time for you to call in. <laughs> so T's Pub is having drag shows all weekend long because Capital Pride does have a stage at the corner of Bank and Somerset this weekend. Uh, so the street's going to be completely closed. We have uh, the show on Friday night at 8.30, then two shows on Saturday, one at 3 and one at 8.30, then two shows on Sunday where I do my Capital Queer Tea Dance live from Tees uh, on the street at 2 o'clock, and then Horizon takes over at 8.30 and does the closing where we have Day from Montreal performing his a uh, couple of his songs. Amazing. And you'll be talking about this more so people can tune in this afternoon for some great programming, uh, you know, from you and, and you know, it's targeted towards the LGBTQ plus two community and, and, and you represent them here. And I'm so happy to have you on and doing that. Um, on Sundays, I don't do it as no, much no, on Thursdays I and was, Fridays. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to help your ratings. Oh, okay. Girlfriend. I don't even know what they are. I don't know what they are either. Um, but people can tune in tonight. They'll hear a little bit more about that. You're on from 4 till 7, then 4 till 7 again today, then on Sunday. Um, but yeah, it's Pride Week in the Capitol, and there's so many fun, ridiculous, silly, um, and I mean that respectfully, 
It's fun. Yep. It's a celebration. Tonight's the big pageant at the NAC. So they've sold over a thousand tickets, and there's uh, four competing for the Miss Capital Pride, three competing for the Mister Capital Pride, and four competing for the MX Capital Pride. All right. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what I need to focus on is next year, so I can get these fat, swollen ankles back down, get into another you know <laughs> set of high heels, and maybe you know have you. By the way, so I talked about the first time I did drag. The second time I did drag, Andre made me up. Uh-huh. And like I had a friend say, Oh, you're doing drag now and shows up in my <laughs> Lisa shows up in my house. She's like, I've been looking for a place, you know, for these wigs for a long time and, and God love her. And she hands me like five wigs. I'm like, girl, I did this like once as a lark, but okay. All right, I'll keep these around because I certainly know enough drag queens who are and then I show up at your house with all this stuff. I don't know. What are we gonna You're do? You're lucky here? you walked out with it because I like some of them. <laughs> well, leave it. Especially the one you wore for Gwen Stefani there. I like that wig. That was nice. See, and that's the thing. So that's what I was getting to. So this gorgeous blonde wig, Andre just like loses his mind. He's like, oh my God. See, to me, I'm just, you know, like straight guys doing drag. This is why straight guys probably shouldn't. I'm like, there's a blonde wig. There's a pink wig. There's a, you know, a brown wig. You have I'm, a pink wig? I'm looking I for a do pink have wig. a pink wig. I'll, I'll get I'm tired of spray painting my hair pink for no. Pink. I got a pink wig. I will. I will find it for you. Just a bit. But, you know, I just I just grab the wig and slap it on. Like you know, I'm doing some sort of comedy skit, and, you, and you're like, oh no, oh no, look at this, and you're styling it and flipping this and hairspraying it, and I'm like, seriously, this is a thing. <laughs> and you know what? It was a great look. I loved it. Was it. fun. I loved it. It and was the, fun. And the best part of the story for the listener, for the viewer. What did you do after the filming? No, no, no. So okay, so we, I I I did I performed I lip synced to just a girl I'm just a girl ha 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 right, and I lost track of time, and it was like August too right it was this time of year, and yep. like it was, I'm I got a bra on I got fake tits in there I got a dress on I got a wig like girl girls and pretty big lips y'all y'all are y'all are y'all are troopers with how much layers. <laughs> You put on, and I got in to experience the summer. It. In the summer, especially, and then it's, it's like, oh my God, Andre, it's after four o'clock, and you're like, yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm supposed to be on like the Milky Family Zoom call right now, so I fire up my phone in Andre's garage. <laughs> it's like four o three, and I finally pop onto the Zoom call. And I wish I could see your parents. <laughs> and there's my mom and dad on the other <laughs> side of the, me in the blonde wig. And he's done my lips up huge, like these big bright red lips. And I got the, you know, the false eyelashes on and the eyeshadow and the blush. And there I am on screen and my parents on the other side. I thought they were frozen. They weren't. <laughs> and all I hear is my mother say, perhaps this isn't a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That was her nice way of saying, get that off the call. And I'm like, why not? <laughs> it's four o'clock. It's time for the Zoom call. Yeah. No. And they've never talked about it since. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's good. Uh, anyway, too, too funny. Ah, you're crazy and I love you. I love you too. Tina Marie has a black leather corset for me. She's been, yeah, Tina Marie, you and I have not, Tina Marie, you know, used to every now and then grab a lunch or grab a coffee, whatever else. Freaking COVID has just killed that. But Well, there's a a perfect opportunity for all of them to come out on Tuesday nights at No Forks Given. Jeebus. Oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Oh, well, I'm getting All right, let's, okay, that's the elephant in the room with Andre and I. Can we just, okay. The BTR core. 
You keep saying, yo, we, we want to do events. We want to get together. We want to do things. There's Chrissy. No forks given. Let's go. Chrissy, fuck off. Go. <laughs> Come. Enough with this let's go shit. Yeah. Get your ass to no forks given on Tuesday nights. Enough is enough is enough. Stop saying you're going to start showing up at events and then don't Do show it. up at the events. Show up at the events. We're working our asses off for you. And I've played some comedy clips from the last couple of nights. This is great stand-up comedy every Tuesday, and they're giving it to you for free. I was Why in a poopy mood, and I came to talk to you about the oh. events, and I ended up staying and watching the entire show. It was you Awesome. laughed your ass off the entire oh night i couldn't stop the, they were so funny and, and you and i actually probably laughed the most in the room <laughs> well that's the thing right now i've got my laugh stands out so does yours a little bit and, i like and, the nickelback one that was hilarious okay so if you missed that yesterday let me get that loaded up right now so oh my god that was funny <laughs> because they're they're near saint Bridget's or Brigitte's, whatever that friggin' church is called. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one being held hostage right now. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's the line Andre's talking about. This is this okay. The these I keep saying, these are some of the biggest and best stand-up comics working in Ottawa today. Now, it's hit and miss. I grant you that. Yeah. Some some nights are better than others. But if you don't like it, pay a cover then. Well, well. <laughs> Sure. You want to go see these people? Paying. Yeah, you want to go see these people and pay money to park and 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 see the show, etc. You feel free or join us on Tuesdays and and you're you got free cover and enjoy that while you can cuz I don't know how they're doing it and I I'm not I'm not putting words in their mouth, but I won't be surprised. It did help with the three margaritas I drank though. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, from what I mean, comedy is it's it's a perfect storm, right? Like, there's a lot yep. of things that need to align in order to make it a really great night. And I've seen comedy shows, you know, in Ottawa, in Las Vegas, and all points in between. I've done stand up, and I mean, the audience has to be in the right frame of mind. It has to be the right like minded audience. The comedians have to be in sync with that. Like we've had comedy nights and I'll admit it where the comics have been a little bit older and their humor is, you know, geared for like the 40 plus crowd and yep. they're talking to a room full of, you know, 25 and 30 year olds and a lot of stuff is just, you know, it's unrelatable. So it's got to yeah. be that perfect storm. But boy, when it lines up, when it hits, it's fantastic. It on Tuesday. Yeah. So here's, here's just, and this is just, you know, these guys do like what, 20, they're about 20 they minutes. 20 minutes each. At, yeah. So this is just a sample of, of one of them. I mean, I remember like watching them all roll into town. All, you know, all these white people camped out in a long line down Wellington Street. After about three days, I said, man, when are these Nickelback tickets going to go on sale? <laughs> and that was you and I in the back that you could hear laughing. I mean, like, why, is, like, why was that not my line? Too. He was cute. He was cute. And a super, super, super nice guy as well. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed that. Um, but that's just a sample. And we had, like, what, four comedians on on Tuesday night? Four comedians. Yeah, the other one you were talking to that just, like, has no monotone. He's funny. Too. Emmett. Emmett, yeah. Just one of those deadpan comedian guys like Stephen Wright does that. And I, <laughs> Emmett, Emmett was there earlier, and I'm like, this is, like, my third time seeing him. And I'm such a fan of that style in comedy because I couldn't do it. But that was his personality. Well, that's what I said. I said, how yeah. how in the world do like it's such a controlled uh, style of comedy because you know like the reactions you get like if there's dead silence, his reaction is always the same. If there's yeah. uproarious laughter, 
and even the most ridiculous laugh or or some heckler, he still you know still the same there. thing. I said, "How do yeah. you do that?" He goes, "Well, it's easy because I'm really just not that excited about life in the first place." <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> 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 like he's yeah. writing characters, but yeah, no, seriously, Chrissy, and I apologize for the you know for for the aggressive f bomb, but. Guys, you keep saying we want to do these things. You gotta come. Y- y'all have no idea how hard we are working. Andre puts shows together every single week, hoping that the BTR crowd is going to show up. Um, you know, we've had two years of not being able to do anything, and and slowly but surely, and we're trying to find things. You know, like the comedy nights. Please, 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 come on out and support this. It's not just about the radio station; it's about the community and these comedians. They deserve and the food. Is uh, awesome too. Well, then there's that. Like really, well, if you're not going to go for the comedy, go for the food because. That chicken burger is amazing. And the deep fried curds. Oh, my God. All right. Slacker Dan's asking, where can we learn more about the comedy show, Milkman? Well, I just told you here. Um, you know what? And 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 I know Camille. <laughs> there, the, Camille at No Forks is kind of in the same situation I'm in. She's so busy running her business, you know, doing the day-to-day stuff because she's in the kitchen. She's doing the marketing. She's having meetings. She's, you know, she's actually serving tables. Um, they started as a food truck, right? And now they're a full-fledged restaurant. She's got a lot going on. So mm-hmm. updating things like the website, et cetera, she's doing the best she can, but it, it's not always as up-to-date. Um, we were talking before the show, Dan, uh, about how we, Andre and I, and how BTR can assist um, with with doing some of the marketing and, and taking some of that burden off of them. And, and we asked for things like, can we use clips of the comedians? And we finally got the green light. Yes, feel free to do that. Uh, and I've been using a couple in commercials without permission. But anyway, because I wanted you to get a taste and a feel for what we were doing. So yes, yeah. go ahead and use the clips. Because when people see it, they understand it. And the other thing that I discovered was now I can help you with that because right. I have that program. Yeah, and so we want we want to know ahead of time, and I'm going to be coordinating with uh, with Tavis, who's now heading it up. Um, you know, once he's got the lineup set for the Tuesday night, can you tell me who they are? And the conversation was, well, yeah, well, most people won't know who these comedians are by name. That's fine. Doesn't matter. It's all Googleable, and. In the marketing, if I can show you headshots, like if you go to Yuck Yucks or yeah. even Absolute Comedy or any comedy club, there's always, you know, some sort of billboard and photos of whoever's on the stage that night. I don't necessarily know who they are, but it just adds that credence to it, right? Well, to, to me, if they're funny looking, they're going to be even funnier. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Carrot Top is one of the funniest looking dudes in the history of funny looking dudes, funny. and he's just... No, he's <laughs> No, he's nope. not, and yet he's successful. Um, that carrot back in the ground. So we're we're working we're working towards uh, having you know more information for you ahead of the show, so you've got a better idea heading in as to what you can expect. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to be showing you as much video content as I can. Um, we're going to be doing you know photos of the comedians, etc., in the marketing because uh, I think that all really, really sort of helps bring it all together. And 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 I think a lot of people too. And and I've learned this because the last couple of weeks we've had comments from people saying, "Oh, comedy night." Um, let me just think of some jokes because they think it's going to be an open mic night, mm, which they are thinking of. Yeah, and I heard it once, and I sort of went, that's odd. I heard it again last week, and I'm like, okay, something in the wording that we're using is not getting it through to people that, no, 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 this is like going to, 
Yuck, yuck. It just says no forks comedy night. So I don't know where they're getting open mic out of that. But but for some, I don't know. It just it's all in your interpretation of it. And and yeah. but but we heard them say that. And in the conversation, it's like, you know what? Maybe we should work some of that in. Yep. So maybe on Tuesday nights, what we'll do is if there's somebody in the room who wants to put an amateur on. Right. We'll yeah. open up a slot for them. Why not? Yep. But on a Tuesday night, Dan and, and anybody else who's interested, um, yeah, there's no link or, or site about the show. This is the thing. Like we need, and we're going to step that up. We recognize that that's not happening. Um, Facebook event. Follow yeah. No Forks Given on their Facebook. Follow them on their Instagram. Camille is is updating that a lot more often than she can the website. We're trying to assist her with that, uh, and and also give us a follow like you are because uh, leading up to Tuesday, I do start talking about it. We talk about it as well in the one and only countdown uh, that I do here on the weekends. We we try and you know work in some mentions of that. It's a work in progress. Um, these comedians, a lot of them haven't worked you know through the pandemic at all, and they're sort of getting their you know, back up and, and running. And this is a great opportunity. And that's why they love the Tuesday. First off, all the comedians love the room. They, yes. Yeah. It's intimate and interactive. I like it. I, I'm really proud of what we've done in that room. The speaker system is perfect. Um, yep. The backdrop is just a couple of simple black and red curtains that we've set up. Um, but the seating, I mean, everybody's close. It's a really, really cozy Nice room. And the comedians think it has a really great vibe. Just don't um, sit in the front if you don't want to be picked on. <laughs> well, the room's small enough, though, that you can be in the back and you'll get yeah. picked on. Andre, listen, I have been to Caroline's Comedy Club in Las Vegas, which is a massive, like, gymnasium theater type room. And my laugh has got me picked on from comedians. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm 100 yards true. away. I mean, even people in the back got asked questions. But I made the mistake of having a date and sitting right at the first table where the comedian was. And mm. that was not a good experience for me <laughs> a because well but you know work. i mean the performers they they key there's something you know there's just something they key on about an individual yeah. or about a certain table there's just something that speaks to them and no matter what you do you're going to be a target if they've keyed on oh, yeah. you you're going to be a target yeah and how they handle it of course is kind of you know the magic and the brilliance of it like i love tavis he, you know tavis it was your host uh, last week and he was you know interacting with a couple of people and you know and he'd sort of come back and forth between sets and say you know and and he'd reference this that we talked about earlier or whatever else and one guy you know just you know answering questions and then you know volunteering too much and tavis is nodding his head and nodding his head and then just goes okay you need to shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, get your own show, bitch. And then the guy at the end of the night, he's outside. He's like, um, did I overstep him? And I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, man, that's part no, of the comedy. It. It's fantastic. They liked it. Yeah. yeah exactly. So, Dan, yes, we recognize that we we have not been able to, um, you know, say too much about who's going to be because I don't know who's on uh, until they appear on the stage on the Tuesday night, and that yeah. is that's wrong. We need to we need to know in advance who's going to be on so we can tell you and ideally i will have enough uh, audio of these people that i can work the people you're going to be seeing into the promo that you hear so you've got an idea as to what style of comedy you're in for that night but i mean this is this is something again they haven't been working in a couple of years tuesdays has become an opportunity for them to you know it's another night on stage to to work out some of their material etc um, and, if and if you're single, the students are coming back soon too. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you're looking for a little uh, 
anyways. And occasionally you've got 1,700 very hot rugby players staying at the Ottawa U campus. Right, Andre? Interesting oh how you gosh. knew that. Interesting how you knew that of all people. Of course I knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made sure the guy I was dating knew that too, that I was going to actually look for them. <laughs> oh, that and I went to the it. hornet's nest to see some of them, but it was way too hot and I didn't stay long. Oh, muffin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. In other in other news we want to talk about, and listen, by the way, this is ca- called Caller 9. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I want let's to engage- get some more callers so yep. I can go. Yeah. <laughs> you can go anytime. I'm, I'm not holding I, I just, I have a lot of, I have a radio show to do. I have lights and sound to get ready, <laughs> and I have to go zip line and drag. So, so you want to go? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to have to. Oh, there's Tina Marie. There. I will call in tomorrow. Now, now you're sounding like Chrissy. I will be there. Where's Chrissy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will call in tomorrow. I have it in writing, Tina Marie. If you're not, if you don't call in tomorrow, um, I will not be on Facebook tomorrow again too. So we'll know. Fuck off, she says. <gasps> uh, the glories, the glories of internet. Um, just a couple of other topics I, I sort of had to banty about, and and we're not we're not getting caller nine. We're not getting people clicking the video link, and that's fine. You will eventually. You will eventually realize that this is the show that you want to be part of every single day. Yeah, we're only missing the six, and then we've got a party. <clears throat> six, took, color nine. Took me a minute. <laughs> it's a good thing you're pretty. Wow. <laughs> if this is pretty, then the world has much bigger issues than I was even aware of. Um. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so Drake Jensen thinks you're hot. So does he? Yeah. See, you told me on Friday. Thank you, Drake. Um, Drake's, Drake's a good-looking guy. You know what? And this, I've always, because any gay man that I've known, and I've known quite a few and do know quite a few, um, and this is going to sound like it's a stereotype, and I guess it kind of is, but I also know it to be rather true. Most of my gay male friends, they're very particular. Mm-hmm. Right, and they they're 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 big into fashion. They're big into health. They're big into fitness. Looks matter. Taking care of yourself matters. And I started this conversation by saying, I'm a big, fat, roly-poly, unhealthy mess right now. I finally went and got my first haircut post-COVID. I've been doing my own hair. And I finally said, you know what? I'm going to venture out. I'm going to go get a professional haircut. This so is to Andre, others in the community, is, you're known as a bear or a cub. But look at me. You're a beefy boy. Okay, I'm beefy, and I know that, that I know what bears are, but I'm not that. Bears are at least they're heavy, they're big boned, but they're not at least all. in shape. Not all. Oh come on! And even the cubs. Some of the cubs are like bigger than the bears, but they're still considered to be a cub because they don't have that much hair. See, well, ah, because Tina Marie just said hairy. That was my next comment. Was like, oh, yeah, but bears are hairy. I'm not very hairy. Not at all. Not all of them. But anyway, all this to say, so like, you know, Drake says he finds me attractive and I've had other gay men, you know, say that they find me attractive, which I know freaks a lot of dudes out. Why? Somebody, somebody pays you a compliment. Take the compliment, especially when you're hideous like me. Somebody's, somebody's going to tell you they find you attractive. I am going to own that, but I don't get it because like I said, I know most gay men to be very, very particular. My hair it ain't working. It's the worst haircut I've ever had. I'm really disappointed in it. My, you know, I'm 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 a big fat muffin top. My ankles are swollen. My skin has gotten bad. 
and that a Drake Jensen would 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 say that he finds me attractive. I mean, that's just what do you say to that? That's that's so sweet. I mean, come on, that's awesome. Yeah, it, is. <sighs> it could be worse. My hairstylist has been gone for two weeks. Two weeks. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> So he'll be back next week when I'm you, wait, pissing wait, 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 off to go see, to a gay campsite for an entire week. This is so what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Your hairstylist is gone for two weeks and and you're upset about it, right? Yes. Yeah, because because I, you I are a gay because you're a gay man and this matters to you. Getting your hair. This is what I'm saying. You're particular well, yes, because about I'm it. performing. I was <laughs> like, I didn't want to do pink with like hair going down. See, and I'm like, it's, I had my hair cut like two months ago. I should probably think about maybe possibly going back in the next few weeks. And you're like, oh, my stylist is away. It's been two weeks. I don't know. (laughs) This is the difference. I get a haircut once a month. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to go back to doing my, my I'm going to go back to doing my own because it's just, you know what? It just, I've done that too, but then I end up bald because I screw it up. But you seem like you seem to grow hair real fast because I'll 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 I see do. you do pictures you know like you're in drag one day so I mean and, and you yeah. you know like you're smooth 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 and then like two days later you're rocking like a full on you know like yeah this goatee is from Magnum PI like, mustache I since Friday crazy yeah crazy Linda says funny how neither of us have much gray hair well we can't you join the show oh, late I do. Linda. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a lot. What a mess. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Linda? I didn't have a lot of gray hair until I found you or you <gasps> found me. Yeah. Oh, that's your sister. That's my sister. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm just trying to create a shit storm. Okay. Now I'm just waiting. All right, Daddy. I have to go because I have way too much to do. Wow. All right. But I'm really happy that I got to speak to you this morning. Aw, babe. Thanks. Um, so, okay. So that's tonight. You've got stuff going on. Good luck with zip lining. I can't wait. I hope there's video of that. <laughs> I hope that. Yeah, oh, I hope they get frig, video I hope there's video of that. Uh, so Wednesday, uh, tonight, 7 o'clock is the show at Place Laval. Okay. And on Sunday, it is Dragon Balls. And I will. Saturday. What did I say? Sunday. Yeah, Saturday's Dragon Balls, Sunday the is the Pride Parade. fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> you need some more coffee, hon. <sighs> I know, my coffee's empty too. I gotta go make some more. I apologize. Saturday is Dragon Balls. and See, I was being so careful to not say Gatineau. <laughs> then I said Sunday instead. Sunday, uh, so Sunday, 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 no, Saturday, 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 Dragon Balls, Saturday. Uh, drag Queens playing baseball, uh, and you'll be hearing more about it with DJ Demo with this afternoon. Free event, four seven. free event, and there'll be a barbecue, there's a, a, a beer garden, candy little shack, <sighs> uh, there'll be 50-50 tickets, See, so 12 to 5 on Saturday. I have no hope of ever being skinny, you keep putting me in these places where there's like <laughs> You're only shacks. allowed in the beer garden. Yeah, but that's not healthy either. Well, there'll be some kind of girly drink there, like Vizzy or something, and you'll be able to have that. <laughs> what no makes beer. You think, what makes you think I want a girly drink? Because you drink Pink Whitney. That's not a girly drink. You know who? Listen, do you know who Pink Whitney was invented by? Yeah, some hockey player. Yes. See, I do listen. Ryan Whitney, an NHL superstar. Is he hot? Then sure. He's a hockey player. Of course he is. <laughs> Not all of them are. I got, I got more teeth than them. Is is a is a multi million dollar a year contract hot, Andre? Uh, could be. Yeah. 
Depends if he does things to anyway, me too. It's not. I, I don't know if it's a girly drink. I mean, it's it's pure sugar. It's is not what a girly it is. drink. It is. It's. I actually can't do it. I, I've tried Pink Whitney a couple of times, and it's. But it's too, I love it. I love it, and that's part of the problem. I have loved yeah. it too much, and I go it's through it sugary. like it's water. It is. It's very sugary. And yeah. gee, why do I look the way I look? Because I sat around for two years. You know, drinking Pink Whitney, uh, picking out on chips and dip. And I recognize that. And you know what I'm going to do this afternoon, despite the fact that I said I shouldn't do that? I'm going to do that. Except <laughs> I've, I've I've switched to gin and tonic because that's See? so much freaking better, right? I do a Blue Royale gin with a little bit of the a raspberry lemonade, which could make it taste like a Pink Whitney. <laughs> okay, you need to go now. Just... I got other shit to talk about. Maybe maybe I'll get response when I get rid of you. You ever think of that? Oh, maybe. All right. Bad. Bye-bye, la. Bad. Spank me later. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Have fun tonight. And happy ziplining. Oh, my God. Gets to zipline in drag. I mean, that's just... Come on. That's just fun. Vodka with Gatorade Zero. That Gatorade has no sugar. Well, then what's the point? Your comments are being posted right now in Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube. I'm reading as many as I can. I pop them up on the screen as well. Um, I don't want to take too much longer. If we're not going to get phone calls and we're not going to get response, then um, I will open the door. Actually, you know what? I am going to open the door in the studio because it is... Yeah, my dog's out there. It just gets so stinking hot in here. Now with the door open, maybe I'll stick around a little longer. Okay, a couple of things um, that, that have come to my attention uh, today beyond the whole, um, you know, drag uh, shows this weekend and Pride. Get out and get out and support Pride. People say all the time, you know, why do we, why do we keep you know having to have this Pride parade? Have they not got all equal rights and stuff? Yes, they do. But then you don't have to look too far. And I pointed it out last week in in one of the Red Blacks posts uh, leading up to last week's game. They were advertising that it was. Pride Week. They added the rainbow colors to their logo. And of course, on comes the shitstorm on social media. Oh my God, there's going to be drag queens. I don't want to take my kids to a game and there's going to be drag queens. Well, see, that's marginalizing a community. That's making people feel like they don't fit in and they don't belong. And that's wrong. You know it's wrong. And that's why we need to keep celebrating and supporting the pride movement and parades and standing up and applauding them because it takes so much for members of that community to be okay to publicly declare that they are who they are. For most of us, that's not even a thought. We just get to be that. So I hope you get out and you... Take in some of these pride celebrations. And yeah, a lot of them are silly and fun. And I mean that again in all the most complimentary ways. It's a good time. And it ain't sex. Everybody, you know, not everybody. You see it so often, right? Oh, it's all sex, 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 sex. There's some sexiness to it. But it's not like there's wild orgies going on in the streets of Ottawa. Hell, if there were wild orgies going on in the streets of Ottawa, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I'd be on my way to help set that up. What's wrong with what's wrong with adult entertainment? What's like God? I would love to have an entire district. I would love to see them take Spark Street and turn that into like casinos and you know nudie clubs and throw a couple of swingers clubs in there while we're at it. And by the way, this is the thing, Ottawa, you kill me, and I laugh at it all the time. Y'all have no idea how many swingers clubs are in this city. You really don't. 
or or you know escorts or dominatrixes it's everywhere around you stop being in denial ashley madison which is a website um i believe their whole raison d'etre is uh you're married but you're looking for an extra marital affair well we'll find you one with someone who's also married ha 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 it's a cheating website unabashedly and year after year after year ottawa is named as one of their like top cities but this but anytime you bring up the topic of sex or sexuality or anything that's kinky or oh my god people here just oh and then you talk to members of like the kink community like montreal we can all admit right montreal is very european and very open about sex and sexuality i mean oh my god their fetish event, uh, Fetish Week in Montreal, is like one of the top fetish events in the world. It's like an hour and a half down the road. And you see so many people from Ottawa, I'm going to Fetish Weekend. You know, like, why can't we have it here? Oh, because it's Ottawa. <laughs> like, people in Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal, they look at the kink in the fetish community here and they're like, what is wrong with you people? And I think it all boils down to it's just the politics, right? We're a government town and everybody's afraid of, you know, their, their you know, their image, you know, in, 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 hey, listen, where there's power and there's money, there's sex. And all the power and all the money is here. Don't, don't, don't forget that for a second. So, yeah, um, happy pride, y'all. Whatever, whatever it is that is in your heart, however you love, whoever you love, um, this is a safe space for you here on Blast the Radio. My space is always a safe space for you. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud to support you. I, I'm, I'm proud to talk about these events. I'm proud to make time available on the radio station uh, for your community to be represented. I want to hear different points of view. We're all, at the end of the day, we all want the same things. We just want love. We want acceptance. We want to be heard. And that's why I am doing this new segment on the show. And I said this last night when I was on with Nick Vandergrad. We're so busy yelling and screaming at each other on social media. Nobody's freaking listening anymore. Nobody's having conversations anymore. It's very one-sided. And if I don't agree with you or you don't agree with me, it's a delete block, never talking to you again, you're an asshole kind of situation. We need, we need to get back into the same room, having conversations face-to-face. It's okay to disagree. I, I know I'm not likely to change your mind on things, and you're not likely to change my mind on things. But I'm going to at least keep an open mind and, and consider your point of view, and maybe you can change my mind. I'm never saying never to that. But that's what I want this to be every day. And I know right now it's a very one-sided conversation, and I, I still can't believe that I'm able to carry on a one-sided conversation. When I think about it before even doing it, I'm like, a one-sided co- No, I need to find co-hosts. I need to be surrounded by people. And look, that makes it easier. Have an Andre around. That makes it easier to have somebody to have a conversation with. But here I am doing it because I believe that when this catches on, this is going, like, it's going to create a lot of good. You're going to learn things. You're going to hear from people. And by the way, this is day number two of somebody saying, I've got an event coming up this weekend. I would like, can, can you mention it on your social media? Yes, I can. But since you recognize that I've got a social media following, why not come on the air and just, in your own words, talk about it? They haven't clicked on the link yet. They haven't called. I don't get it. 
you'll come around eventually. I promise. A couple of the other stories that I uh, was was thinking of talking about today, uh, and and I'll give this a chance to see if we get any reaction to it. Um, <sighs> photo radar. You, you don't hear much about photo radar in Ottawa. We we all know about the red light cameras, which sometimes they work, sometimes they don't work. Um, but yeah, it, it was last spring, I guess, that they started uh, putting these these speed cameras. Uh, in school zones, I haven't heard much about them until today. So the news is over 1,500 speeding tickets. And these are these are tickets that, you know, people caught on um, uh, photo radar. About 1,500 of them were issued erroneously. So you may have well received a speeding ticket in the mail. And gone, oh, crap. And there's a picture of you in your car and your license plate. And it's clocked you at like 60. And it's like a 40 zone. You probably don't even remember the day or the moment, right? And a good number of people have actually gone and paid these tickets. Well, guess what? Turns out that over 1,500 of these, oh, yeah, it's only a 40 zone when school's in. So during these hours and on these days, it's a 40 zone. But outside of that, it's a 60 zone. Oops, we forgot to input that variance into the camera. And we just pissed off 1,500 taxpayers who were obeying the law and actually were driving within the speed limit. Uh, Hey, if you paid your ticket, here's the good news. You're getting a reimbursement. All right, so you're getting your money back. Now, how does that affect your insurance? I don't know. Keep your eyes on that. Keep your eyes on that because if you if you got that ticket and then you've gone and you and, and renewed your plates, don't forget you still have to renew your plates. You don't have to pay to renew, but you still legally have to renew your plates. And the reason for that, if you haven't paid speeding tickets, etc., we're not going to renew your plate, and if the police see you and pull you over, you can be charged for not having renewed your plate. So, if you got one of these tickets and you paid it, just just keep an eye on your insurance and just say, you know, just, just to make sure you're not being penalized because you lost some points for doing 60, you know, in a 40 zone or whatever this this, this photo radar thing says you're doing anyway heads up about that that's about 1500 of them so and i can't even tell you where the, the the photo radars are right now some certain school zones i'm sure it's online city of ottawa would probably list them and i believe legally they have to put signs up don't they that warn you because of course oh okay good there's a sign there are so many signs there you go bear brook Dennis apparently has one there are so many signs you can't <laughs> between you know Open for business. We're hiring. Uh, you know, all this. We're surrounded by signs. And then, and then, and I'm driving up the airport parkway the other night, and it wasn't until I was past it that I realized that uh, there was a sign there uh, for a pedestrian crosswalk. Moot point. There was no pedestrians in the crosswalk. That wasn't the point at all. But it's buried behind trees. <laughs> You'd think with all the people we've got out there right now who are assigned to cleaning up trees from that storm. Somebody would have a chance to, you know, cut some of that away. Anyway, 
I digress. Speaking of, oh, speaking of. So, um, the storm, May 22nd. We are now, uh, so three, May, June, July, August. Yeah, three months. Three months. Now, we, we sustained some damage. We had a tree crash down in our backyard. I apparently watched the whole thing. I missed the tree crashing down in my yard. All I, all I remember is going, well, my barbecue cover's flying into the air. And then I heard the crash. So tree smashed the gazebo, patio furniture, smashed the window out of our, the back of our house. Uh, some of the siding is damaged. There's a hole in the wall. Uh, privacy screen on the deck is damaged. Fences down. And then neighbor didn't get a chance to, um, you know, cut down some of the trees that were damaged. One of them ended up falling into the yard. No harm done, thank God. Like, it was the perfect, it was the perfect fall. Like, if you're going to fell the tree, right, it, you, you couldn't have done it more perfectly. It missed the deck. It missed the fence. It had, like, this narrow little zone to fall, and it missed the fence at the back as well. In fact, it was my bird feet. I got a bird feeder hanger. It held the tree up in place. Great. No problem there. No problem there. All good. But then he does have somebody in cutting down the remaining, you know, damaged trees and the guy (laughs) screwed up and one of the trees came down uh, into the yard again, missed the deck, missed the already damaged fence, missed smashing the window again, but did damage the fence along the back. Anyway, so of course, you know, you file the claims and you wait. It's been like three months now. Can I just hear from somebody at my insurance company? Can I get you on the phone? Can I have a conversation? Nothing. Nothing. And look, I, I, I get it. My house is still intact. Yeah, I got a smashed window. There's, but only one, pardon me, only one of the two panes is broken. You know, there are people in my neighborhood who, you know, the roofs are ripped off. Uh, you know, the garage is destroyed and gone. Yeah, that's priority. But 90 days? You can't even make a phone call to your customers. And yet every single time I turn on the TV or I I log on social media, all I see is ads for this insurance company looking for new customers. Bring your business our way. If you can't handle the customer volume you've got now, why are you soliciting for more customers? That's all I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, uh, part of my window, uh, the, the shattered glass and stuff, uh, came crashing down yesterday. So it prompted me to pick up the phone <laughs> and call the insurance company. Maybe this time I'll get somebody. And damn it, I did. I talked to an actual human being yesterday after 90 days. And at 2.35 this afternoon when I'm done with Lowell Green, apparently I can expect a call back from my actual adjuster. It is like Christmas morning for me right now. I get to have that conversation. Speaking of Christmas, what the hell is the fascination with Christmas with some of you people? I logged on to Facebook today. Easily six different people posting four months till Christmas. The hell's wrong with you? Look, I like Christmas. It's very romantic and cozy. I love the family time. I love the food. I love the comfort of it. But I don't understand this this obsession with it. We're four. Yeah, Christmas is four months away, which means it's the last thing in the world I want to think about. And by the way, 
You know how much stress that causes some people? You know how much anxiety it causes people, this whole Christmas? And look, it's, yeah, yeah, listen, it's a trigger. I get it. And you know what? It's not up to, it's not up to, uh, I've certainly got enough, uh, a lot of things that trigger me for certain things. But I accept, you know what, it's not the world's responsibility to, you know, I'm not part of this cancel culture. Oh, you can't say that. You can't do that. You can't display that. It's going to trigger me. No, it's my responsibility to find ways to get over the things that trigger me. But like for a lot of folks, just be aware. That's all I'm saying. Just be aware. Okay. You've you've got some sick fascination with Christmas that you just, you know, there's 12 months in a year. There's like, like that means three times four is 12, right? So we're, you know, like one third of the year still remaining and you're fixated on that. <laughs> Freeze says, "Freeze in the Netherlands. Good for you. 310 days until Canada Day. And that needs to be the counter meme right there. That's funny, dude. That's funny. And uh, what? Jules the Dancer just chimed in to say, Christmas music was playing at St. Patrick's home. Yesterday, yesterday, I don't get it. Am am I alone on that? Like, am I the only one who sees that stuff and just like, oh my god, cringe? Are you like, y'all are doing that? Like, that's just that's just humor that I don't get, right? That's what that is. Or are you like seriously that crazy about Christmas? Costco has Christmas stuff out. When 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 does Costco not have Christmas stuff out? Ah, crazy. All right. Um, another message via the website. By the way, there's a little chat bubble bottom right-hand corner. It's another way for you to get in touch with the show. Love is love. Wherever you find it, my husband and myself went to a pride parade a few years back. It was wonderful. I've never seen so many happy people in one place. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you finally, you know, when you've lived your entire life afraid and, 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 and I mean, being afraid of allowing yourself to be you and you're finally in a situation where I get to be me and I got support. Can you imagine the relief? Can you imagine you've got a love of Pringles? Sorry, Pringles. You're the first thing that popped in my mind. Don't know why, but then to be like, you can't eat those in public. You you can't you you can't you and a friend can't sit down on a park bench and, and have Pringles together. You know, be laughed at, mocked at, and all of a sudden you're at like a Pringles party where there's Pringles everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's like the worst. <laughs> that's like the worst assimilation ever. But that's, I think, what a lot of our friends in the rainbow community, that's what they experience. They feel ostracized. They feel like freaks. They're made to, they're made to, you know, to stand aside and told they're not normal. They're perfectly normal. We're all different. We've all got our shit. Get out and celebrate the pride stuff. There you go. Uh, Hubby looks like Santa, says Satan's playmate. Yes, he does. We have, he also looks like Colonel Sanders, by the way. 
She says, we got nutcrackers all over the place, but we don't push it. It's freaky. Uh, Slacker Dan, love, exciting and new. Come aboard, we're expecting you. And love, life, sweetest. Okay, uh, thank you for making me sing that. And my apologies to everybody who heard me sing that. Uh, the last thing that I had on my little list of notes of stuff I want to talk about, and by the way, uh, tomorrow and next week and going forward, uh, what I would love to discuss is is the things that are on your mind. These are just some of my little notes. Um I guess I, I kind of key on this one because of my love of photography and some of the things I learned. Glad to help, Milky. Thanks, Dan. Um, some of the things I've learned doing photography. Um, where do I even begin with this? Okay, if, if you're on a public street, you're on George Street in the Byward Market, can we talk about weight loss surgery? Tina Marie, you can talk about anything you want on this show. Yes, it's your, yes. Yes to all the things. You don't have to ask. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's the whole point of caller number nine. I'd, I'd be, I've got a million questions. I'd love to hear how that went for you. Um, okay, so photos. You're, you're on a public street, Rideau Street, George Street, whatever else. And I, when I first got into photography, I was outside the Rideau Center on the George Street side, and there was a fascinating busker. I don't want to get into too many details, but there was just there was physical attributes about the person. And there were magnificent colors, and their whole setup was just really intriguing. It was colors and textures, and like everywhere you looked, there was just something fascinating about the scene. And I lifted the camera to my eyes, and the person lost their shit. Don't take my picture. Who gives you the right? Blah, 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 blah. Well, when you are on a public street, I have the right to take your picture, whether you like it or not. That's just, you're, you're in public. Now, if you're inside the Rideau Center, I do need to ask your permission. And if the Rideau Center has objections to it, they can say no. And they can boot your ass out. It's private property. So I'm reading a story this morning. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> the most fun thing is reading the comments, right? And this person was just adamant. This is a story about a shopper's drug mart in Toronto. And this person was just adamant. Shopper's drug mart is not a private company. It's public. No, it's a private company. No, it's public. You and I can walk in there. It's public. No, <laughs> it's privately owned, but open to the public. FYI quote-unquote, Karen, certain rules and conditions apply. It's pri private. Private does not mean, you know, only members can go in. Your house is private. That's what that means. You're not, unless you're in public housing. So somebody privately, an individual, owns your house, either you or whomever you rent it from. That's what private means. Public housing means it's owned by the public. And there's some sort of arrangement as to, you know, what you pay to live there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, all this to say, um, in Toronto, there is a former theater. It, it used to do vaudeville and stuff way back in the day. It's called the Runnymede Theater. Never been there, but it's been, like I said, a vaudeville theater. It's been a bingo hall uh, up until 1999. It was a movie theater. Chapters bought it, did some work on the building, uh, 
kept a lot of the original features from the theater, you know, inside. Um, just a very, apparently just like a really gorgeous chapters bookstore, really unique. Uh, and for whatever reason, they left, they abandoned it in 2014. Well, shoppers drug Mart took it over in 2015. So imagine, imagine like the Mayfair theater, for example, gorgeous theater still, right? Like built in the thirties and it's still got that old feel and colors and textures and, or like the old Barrymore's. Remember how spectacular, eh, Barry Morris isn't what it used to be. It's so sad. But imagine putting a shopper's drug mart in that environment. Totally unique. Totally different. Well, they're, they're in the news today because I guess they've been telling people, and there's a sign on their door, you can't take photos here. Because people want to, because it's an old theater. So you've got the big arches and, and, the, and the lighting, and it's, just, and it's just, it's so different. This is a shopper's drug mart? It's unusual. And yeah, you'd want to take a picture of it. But they've got a sign up on their property, which, yes, is open to the public, but it's owned by shoppers. They set the rules. They can kick you out for any reason. It's private property. They don't have to tell you why. They don't want you there. Just like if you're in my house and I don't want you there, I don't have to tell you why. Just get the hell out of my house. (laughs) Otherwise, you're trespassing. But people have been taking photos. And they have concerns at shoppers. I guess a lot of it has to do with price matching, etc. There's certainly customer privacy. You know, and this, this is the risk. Once you're inside a building, like, okay, like a bar is a good example. And, and people take pictures in bars all the time. Well, the bars have every reason to say you can't do that. Imagine you're out at a bar and you're not supposed to be there. You've skipped out of work or something. You've told your boss you're sick, whatever else. The next thing you know, on Facebook, there's 100 pictures of you partying it up at a bar. Now, yes, you're in the wrong. Obviously, you lied to your boss and you're doing something you shouldn't have been doing. But... The person who took that photo had no business taking that photo and exposing you, right? So shoppers is concerned about customer privacy. You're standing in line at the prescription counter and, you know, you're somebody in your world who should know that you're, you know, picking up a prescription and doesn't. And now there's questions or, you know, I mean, God, let's go back to high school. You're in the condom aisle. Why were you in the condom aisle? I have a million questions. There's all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of reasons why a business doesn't want you taking photos. And you can disagree with the rule all you want. It's their place of business. It's their property. They get to set the rules. And I learned that the hard way. Here's a fun story. (laughs) So I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, I want to say it was the Wynn Casino. Doesn't really matter. Um, But there was just, you know, and I'm walking around with my camera doing what I do as a photographer and there was this jewelry store, and the lighting was just spectacular. And, of course, you've got all the colors of the jewelry, etc. And it was just a real neat-looking scene. And I very casually just picked up my camera, and I took a shot. Next thing you know, I've got wind security all around me, like out of nowhere. What? Sir, we're going to have to ask you to delete that photo. Beg your pardon? Delete the photo, sir. It's just a wide shot of the hallway and this cool green doesn't matter, sir. Delete the photo, please. And they stood there and they watched while I deleted the photo. And you know, when you think about it, 
makes sense. If I'm going to rob a jewelry store and I can get photos of it in advance, I'm casing the place. No wonder they don't want somebody standing around taking photos of their jewelry store, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? You don't think about that until all of a sudden it's pointed out to you that, listen, we have, you know, we've had people case the place before. We don't want our jewelry being photographed and God knows what you're going to do with it. You know, yeah, my intentions were, you know, harmless. It was just a cool looking photo with some neat colors. But not everybody, you know, security doesn't know that. And they have they have no time to sit there and root through and check you out and what your intentions are and delete the photo, sir. Anyway, so that's that's the big story in Toronto today. There's really cool shoppers and they've got a sign up. This is no photos, please. And people, it's just it kills me. The you know, the the pushback from people. You know, in the comments section, how dare they? I well, and like one guy is like, I'm coming up from Buffalo, New York. I'm bringing my kids, and damn it, I'm going to take all the photos I want, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> Except, yes, they can. What the hell's wrong with us? Anyway, um, I guess that's really all I've got. Uh, we had a phone call. The person, uh, I guess, had uh, other things to do, and they hung up, and, and they went away, and I, I get that. I apologize. I kept you on hold for there for a little while. Uh, my thanks to Andre for popping by and joining me, um, also known as DJ Zimawi, on the air from 4 till 7 today, on the air from 4 till 7 tomorrow, and with your uh, your queer tea on Sunday. Uh, he's in drag today, zip lining. You know the zip line that goes from Ottawa to Gatineau or Gatineau to Ottawa? In drag, doing that. God, I hope there's photos. And yes, I will be out at the Dragon Balls tournament. So it's drag queens playing baseball in Vanier on Sunday. Uh, and we will be there playing the music for the entire time, too. So um, Slacker Dan says, thanks for a great show, Milkman. Dan, is it? Is it a great show? I don't know. I um, Here's me being hard on myself again, right? Welcome to my world of self-doubt continuously. Um, I appreciate the feedback and I appreciate the kind words. Look, again, my intention with this, my intention with the radio station right now, with my, with all of my social media feeds, and I, I got to stop calling it a radio station. Um, baseball is Saturday. Did I say Sunday again? Gosh, dang it. Saturday is baseball in Vanier. My, my intent with my platforms now, I, I'm I'm almost sorry that I added the word radio to what I do. But six years ago, it made sense. Yes, it's Andre. Baseball Saturday. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Baseball Saturday. Saturday. Saturday in venue. <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place. Look. We play great music on BTR. We will continue playing great music on BTR, but we are, I think the word radio, I, I don't know if people necessarily respond to radio, the word radio like they used to. Uh, and same goes for TV. The reality is what I do is on a multimedia platform, and I have a much better opportunity to engage people if I can use my social media platforms. I've got almost 5,000 friends now on Facebook. I've got a few thousand more that are following the Blast the Radio page. A few thousand more that are following the Instagram page, YouTube, Twitter. And when I do the music show, 
they can't see it. They can't hear it. I can't stream that to them. So I need, I need to do something different. The radio station, the radio aspect of what I do, will still be playing great music. In fact, I'm in conversations with several really cool people to bring on more programming. And that's an important component to what I do. But for my show, personally, I felt stuck in that space for a long, long time. Conversations are important. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what matters to you. I want to hear what's on your mind. I want to hear what makes you happy. I want to hear about the events you're doing. I want to hear about your new business. I want to, I, I just I want to talk. So I invite you to be caller nine, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, beginning at 930. And we'll talk as long as you want to talk for. On BlastTheRadio.com, Facebook, etc. Thanks for joining me. I'm back at 2 o'clock with the man who is the master of talk radio, Lowell Green. Till then, move for now.